What's up, everyone? This is Carlos Garcia, CEO of GAR Capital and your host of the official GAR Capital podcast. Welcome aboard for another episode. Glad to have you aboard. It is Sunday, June 7th, 2020. Hope everyone's having a great month, great week, great day. It's time for a new podcast episode. Let's go ahead and talk about, well, first thing I do when it comes to new podcast episodes, since I personally run out of subjects, is to ask you, the listener on Instagram, hey, what are some things you want to talk about? This is, this podcast is for you. This is definitely tailored to you, answer your questions, what you guys want to talk about. Very, very clear that without you guys, the audience, we don't have a podcast or a company. So we really do appreciate it. That's why we always want to ask you, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to listen to? And uh, what are some of the questions you may have? And the question that we picked out of, I think, about 50 responses was the pros and cons to committing to trading, uh, day trading or uh, swing trading, whatever you want to call it, day trading, let's just say that for the argument's sake. Well, when people say day trading, to me, we're going to go ahead and say options trading, stock options trading, or you could say stock trading if you want. So we're going to go over the pros and cons of committing yourself to day trading and making it a career full time. And as someone who has been doing this uh, now for six years, I started the company in 2014. Uh, now it is 2020, six whole years. It'll be six years in, in October since we formed the company GAR Capital. I have some insight on exactly what are the ups and downs, pros and cons, and all the stuff you're going to go to on in regards to day trading. So let's go ahead and get started. So if you're listening to this podcast you're, or excited to listen to it, it's because you've probably thought about a career in doing this on your own, day trading on your own. Now, regardless if you take some of our signals or some of our advice or, or don't even look at anything, uh, again, at the end of the day, it's really based on you, what you want to do. And if you are a fan of this podcast or a fan of our account page on Instagram, Twitter, our social media, you obviously have some kind of interest in the stock market or interest in economics and financials and, and companies and profits, all that stuff. So that's the first thing I'm going to say is that, you know, I'm going to start with the pros. I'm a pretty positive guy, so I'm going to stick with the pros first, and then we'll go into the cons and things to keep in mind. That's how I'm going to break it down when it comes to uh, making day trading a career and how to commit yourself. So here's some of the pros. I'm going to go ahead and give a label to each, and then I'm going to break it down uh, exactly what does that mean and what does that entail. So the pros of day trading, and again, I have been doing this now since 2014 uh, professionally meaning you know, clients pay and I use my own money. Uh, that's something I've been doing now for a while. And again, like I said, I know uh, I have a lot of insights on some of the highs and lows of it. So what are the pros? Let's start with that. Uh, number one, you get to do what you love. This is, it, if this is something that you think you just kind of like a little bit, you're not gonna make it. You really have to have a passion for the stock market and reading, uh, doing analysis on charts, reading companies, reading their balance sheets, reading their conference calls, uh, reading the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, all that stuff. Like you really have to have a passion for it. So that's where I say you're doing what you love. If you love what you're doing every day, it's gonna help you. It's gonna help you go through those tough times, and those times, excuse me, those times that you're really continuing on and pushing on, where you know uh, you feel almost kind of stagnant. They're not seeing a lot of growth yet, or you know some some down months or some down years. Sometimes it happens. Uh, you have to really enjoy what you do, uh, enjoy the markets and enjoy reading, enjoy researching and enjoy kind of the action, if you want to say, of why stocks go up and why stocks go down. Uh, you have to be a news junkie. You got to be a financial head. You got to be all of those things. You got to love it, guys. If you don't have a passion, almost an obsession towards it, then you're not going to make it. It has to be something that you love. If not, don't even try because 
If you treat it like a hobby, guys, you're going to be paid like a hobby. What's a hobby? You know, collecting stamps is a hobby. Collecting baseball cards is a hobby. Playing basketball with your friends is a hobby. You're not getting paid for that. That's just a hobby. Something that you do professionally, you know, that's like a side hustle or like, like a side job or a job. That's a profession. That's not a hobby. So when you're day trading, you're going to get paid for it. You know, your profit and loss. That's how you get paid. So again, it's not a hobby. A hobby would be, you know, your stamp collection, your coin collection, stuff like that. Now, I don't know if you'll make any money off that, but in general, you're not getting paid consistently on it. It's not based on, you know, your income. So again, don't treat it like a hobby. It is a business when you're day trading and doing these things because it, that's what it is. You know, don't treat it like a hobby. It is a business. Don't do things just to do it. Uh, don't, I don't want you to get sucked into the lifestyle, the Lamborghinis and the Rolexes and the vacations and I'm going to trade on the beach somewhere like you see on Instagram all the time. That's one thing we pride ourselves on is that we don't perpetuate that myth. Guys, that, that's not realistic. You know, oh, trading, you know, in Bora Bora on the beach, you know, what have you, or I'm in my Lamborghini trading. I personally don't own a Lamborghini. And again, I'm not a big car guy. Again, if you're trading just because you want to own flashy things to show off, that's really the wrong reason why you're doing anything. So that's another thing is that you kind of have to separate yourself from what other people think, guys. You have to understand that. Forget that. Forget showing off. Do it because you want to. Do it because you love it. Like I said, do what you love. The other pro here is financial freedom. Again, when you have your plan. So let's say you have your trading plan and you're consistent and you backtested, you've demo traded. Now you're having that financial freedom where you're actually your money that's coming in is taking care of your expenses. That's great. That's a great feeling. Now, again, that's based on your lifestyle. I always tell people, you know, as an entrepreneur who started this business and I have, I run multiple businesses with my team. I have employees and everything. Uh, when I first got started, I didn't make a dime uh, from 2014 to the end of 2016. Uh, nothing. Everything was when I worked full time at another job, I would take my commission checks and bonus checks and put into the business to grow it, to keep it going. So for the first really three years, two, two, almost three years, my business, meaning the day trading, didn't make any money. My expenses exceeded my income. Uh, I really didn't have any income. It was very slow. It took some time to get there. And again, you have to keep pushing. But the thing that I did was that when my business started really taking off 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, my, my expenses and my lifestyle did not change. I'm not a flashy guy personally. I'm not big into, you know, spending a lot of money on trinkets and, and showing off things. I'm more about practicality. I'm all about, you know, if I want something nice, of course, I, I do have uh, kind of things that I like. You know, I like going out to nice restaurants to eat. I like eating. I like traveling, sure. But uh, big into, you know, flashy cars, I'm not. Uh, I, I just never been that way. And you have to be very, very, almost very you know, low-key, humble when it comes to making money in the beginning because the first thing people want to do is they just want to spend everything they get. So I kind of equate it to somebody who was in med school or in law school. And I used to work at a bank. I used to be a bank officer and a deputy branch manager. And I remember seeing doctors and lawyers who brought their paychecks or they needed to withdraw some cash or what have you. And I would see they get paid every paycheck, eight grand, you know, $10,000 a paycheck every two weeks. But they had zero money in their bank account. They would blow it all. Now, again, I don't look directly into their accounts. Maybe they're paying their student loans, who knows? But again, you know, first thing people do when they get some money, uh, especially when you're a doctor, usually is they buy a nice car or they buy a big house or they do something big because you know, they put their time in. They put eight years of medical school, eight years of, of schooling, 
uh, or four years of law school, whatever, you know, they finally made some money and then they want to spend it. And that's completely natural. You know, athletes do the same thing when they get their first contract, they want to blow it. You know, they don't really don't think about the future. You know, that's something that you got to realize too, is that when you start making that windfall of money, maybe a big trade or what have you, you have to think forward. You need to live on this money if you're doing this full time. So, you know, kind of equated to, to a real estate broker who finally closed on a house and made a great commission. You don't know when the next one's coming. You don't know when the next trade is coming, when that big one's going to come. So you really want to stay in your lane. I would say, you know, have that number in place where you're debt free, your expenses, try to keep it as low key as possible until you see some consistency. So I would say best bet is that whatever gross money you make, try live on off half that, half of that. So if you made $5,000 in the month, try live on 2,500. You know, that may be difficult depending where you live, like California or New York, but again, you can make it happen. So the expenses are the key to your financial freedom. If you can keep them lower as much as you make your income and invest that money, whether it's other businesses that make passive income, for example, you know, there's tons of out there, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but again, you're reinvesting that money, not spending it on liabilities like a car or whatever, that's going to help you grow. And that's something that I did personally when I was coming up as a trader and then the business owner and what have you, I always thought ahead of like, maybe I need to hire more help. I need to expand my business. I never thought about buying a Lambo or buying a Porsche or anything until your income, until your actual passive income from your other investments can pay for these assets like the rich dad, poor dad says in, the, in that book, then you could buy luxuries. But don't, don't buy luxuries right away when you start making really big money. Kind of keep that inside. Down the line, you'll do rich people stuff when you start really making some consistent money. But for then, when you start, you, remember, you really want to like kind of, you know, take care of that baby. You want to feed that baby. You want to feed that trading account to make sure that you can get more income as you grow. But again, keep the expenses the same. Keep your lifestyle low. And that's how you go forward. Uh, next one too, uh, next pro is that you trade when you like. You know, just because the bell rings at 930 and close at four o'clock Monday through Friday, it doesn't mean you have to trade. Remember, you don't have to trade. I mean, sometimes cash, having money in your account is a position. You know, you don't have to be long. You don't have to be short. Now, maybe there's a day that you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like working. You have to want to feel like doing something. You know, don't put it in gun to your head like, oh, I have to pay rent, so I have to make a trade. No, you shouldn't have that. You should always have your budget set, make sure you're out of debt. But I mean, maybe there's a day you wake up wrong side of the bed and you're just lethargic. You're not feeling it. Don't trade that day. So again, you have that freedom. When you don't feel like going to work and not regular nine to five job, you're going to go to work no matter what. You have to go. If not, you're going to get written up or get fired. But when you're trading for yourself, hey, it's actually the safest thing to not trade because you're not losing, but you're not winning either. So making profit. So again, you make your schedule. Maybe you say, I only want to trade the beginning of the month and the end of the month. Maybe I only want to trade Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. Maybe I only want to trade Monday and Tuesdays. Maybe I want to trade every day except Fridays. Maybe I want to trade every day except Mondays. You know, again, that is up to you. That's your prerogative, how you make your schedule based on your trading plan. You don't have to be in the market every day. You don't have to be open positions and trading every day, guys. Understand that. The next thing is that, you know, you could trade really anywhere you like. You know, you really are mobile. You really don't have to stay put, you know, with the internet and Wi-Fi and everything. You could literally trade on the road if you need to on your phone. Uh, if you're on vacation, you can. Again, I don't want that eye of like, I'm on an island and I'm trading on my laptop. Forget that. If you're on vacation, guys, take a vacation. Don't trade. That's a big struggle I had was letting go of my business. And the best thing I did was actually have a good team around me who I could trust to manage the business while I'm out or while anyone's doing something or you have a personal thing or you want to go on vacation or you just need some time off. We all do, guys. Remember, you can get burned out very quickly. 
we're going to go over the things to keep in mind about day trading and having trading on your own full time and some of the things you will be going through. But at least you can trade anywhere you like. You know, location isn't a factor to you. You know, you could trade as long as you have internet connection, you have a phone or a laptop or an iPad, whatever, a device and Wi-Fi, you can really do it anywhere you want. And uh, God bless the internet to give us that communication. You have news right in the palm of your hand. You have Twitter, for example, you have Bloomberg, you have Wall Street Journal there, ready to give you the information you need to move forward, which is a nice thing. And last but not least, of course, guys, the pros is the money. The money you can't really debate. You know, it's, it's lucrative. You know, when you are doing well, it feels great. I mean, think about it. Profits are better than wages, guys. There's no cap on how much you can make. When you have a regular nine to five job, you know, there's always that rungs of, of business. You know, you start off as you know, the bottom level and then you work your way up to, you know, team leader or work your way up to supervisor and then you work your way up to uh, director or you make regional director or whatever, you know, you could fill in the blank on how you want. You know, you get to vice president, to president, then CEO, you know, again, depending on how long you go. But I'm pretty sure now with everyone's notice with regards to COVID and uh, the layoffs that are going on, Think about it. You're working for a company for 10 years. You're an at-will employee. They'll just fire you on the spot unless you're a union worker. That's kind of the difficult thing is that you kind of like have that push where like, hey, I have no ceiling on what I can make. I have no ceiling on my goals and my dreams. But when you're working at a regular job in a corporate ladder, it's not about what you know, it's who you know too. And that's kind of the, the frustrating thing. There's a lot of politics involved, you know, office politics. We all know that. But when you're day trading, guys, it's all on you. It's all on you, who you follow, how you do things. Again, no one can help make you lose any amount of money or make a lot of money. You can. Only you can press the button. No one's pressing the button for you. You can blame whoever you want. You can praise whoever you want. But at the end of the day, you're the one that actually hit the button. You're the one that took that trade. You're the one that went with that analysis. Regardless if you take signals from anybody or a tip, a stock tip from somebody or a tip on Twitter, whatever. You're the one that accepted that responsibility with your money to make that trade. That's where the pros come in. That could be a con too, but the pro is that there is no ceiling. You don't have that hierarchy of business where you're moving up in the corporate world and you have to do this, you got to put your time in. You know, you don't have that. This is all on you. You're taking full responsibility for your success. That's the pros. Very good stuff. And then now we're going to get into cons. Some of the things you need to think about before you start taking this leap forward Risk. Oh, it's high risk, guys. Stay in mind. There is no guarantee that you're going to make anything. I mean, you could lose it all tomorrow if you do something really dumb or if you make a mistake. If you make a mistake, you're paying for it with money. And think about it. You know, let's say you're trading on your own. You're a hedge fund manager with no clients. Your family's dependent on your income. Or if you're alone, that's fine too. But you're taking all the risk. You lose, it's on you. That can be good and bad. You know, you don't want to owe anybody, sure. But that's your net worth, that's your money, that if you mess up, you lose, it's all on you. There's no one to blame. So again, there's high risk involved. Now, again, there's definitely lower risk things you could do. You can invest your money in a CD, but that's not day trading or whatever. Again, you can take your profits quickly. You can have a stop loss. Again, you can have however you want to do when it comes to trading, but the risk is always there. No matter what, there's a risk. There's a risk of getting in your car and going on the highway that you can crash. There's a risk that the certain food you might eat, you might get food poisoning. Now again, a little extreme, but there's always risk in life. Embrace it. Embrace the fact there is risk. But again, the risk reward. Is this something you really, really want to do that you're really passionate about? Are you willing to take that risk? So again, high risk. Number two, and this is one of something I can tell you. Failures, guys. A lot of failures. Embrace failure. Embrace it. 
because it's going to happen. You're going to have tough times. I could tell you from experience, I've blown three uh, trading accounts back to back to back, back in early 2014, 2015, and 2016. Three years in a row, I blew three accounts. It happened. And then I'm going to give you a really great story about failure, guys. So here's, there was a guy, an old man, that was walking with a cane. And there was a gentleman sitting on a park bench. The gentleman with a cane was walking. He falls, the cane falls, and he falls in his face. The young man, who, the gentleman who was sitting on the park bench, picks him up and says, hey, be careful. Be careful, you know, you gotta, you know, you're walking with a cane, you could fall again. And he says, living means doing what you love to do. And I love walking, even with my cane. He says, and if I have to fall here and there to do what I want to do in life, then so be it. So what does that mean, guys? The love of success should be higher than the fear of failure. Always. Always have that equation in your head. The love of success should be above the, fe the fear of failure. So if you're going to fail, which you are going to anyways, I can promise you that you will fail sometime. You will. It's a mathematical certainty, guys. Just like the sun is going to rise, just like death is going to happen, and taxes are going to happen. But here's the trick. Fail forward. If you fail and you learn from it, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. That's how you have to think of it. I know I'm pretty sure you've heard this from motivational speakers on the internet and YouTube. But again, it's the facts, guys. Just recently, May and April was very difficult for us trading. It was very difficult, but June has been a home run. And we finally got it together. It took some time, guys, but you have to keep going. But that's very difficult for a lot of people. People are very hard on themselves. People don't like to fail. People don't like to fall. And we're very, very coddled uh, as a society. You know, everything is safe. Everyone gets a trophy, right? We know the drill, but that's not going to last forever, guys. In trading, it is a very dog-eat-dog -dog world. It's a very, very difficult uh, world. Remember, when you're making money, someone lost money. Zero-sum game. It's a fact. So when you make a trade and you're happy as can be, someone out there is pissed off. And when you're pissed off at losing a trade, someone is celebrating. So millionaires are really made every day in the market, and it's a fact. I'm not saying you should make a million every day, but millionaires are made fortunes change hands every day in the market. Keep that in mind. The other thing too, number three, and this one would be another difficult one. You only have you to blame, guys. Again, if you're the type of person that has no self-ownership, ownership meaning that you take responsibility for your actions, and you don't have self-awareness, don't walk in through the door. Trading is not for you. Understand that no matter what you do, you are responsible for your actions good and bad. If you are successful trading or in anything you do, you don't have to, you don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone praise but yourself. You did it. You're the one that studied. You're the one that worked out. If you worked out every day, you have a great body. If you eat right, you have a great body. If you worked uh, hard on your, on your career, now you're successful for it. If you work hard in your relationship, now you have a thriving marriage or relationship because of it. Again, if you're a great parent and you work hard on, hard on raising your children, you probably have great children. You get what you put in, guys. Have that really sense of self, uh, self-control, obviously, but also self-awareness that this is all on you. You have only yourself to blame when you make a mistake. That's the con. A lot of people can't handle that. You know, they always want someone to blame. Oh, it's the president's fault. It's Congress's fault. It's society's fault. It's not my fault. Forget it. If that's how you're going to be, don't walk through the door, guys, because at the end of the day, it, it just, it's just not going to last. You can only blame someone so, so much forever. I don't care if you took a trade from somebody else, if you took a trade from online or some tip or a signal service, if they tell you something and they mess up, they lost too. But you're the one that actually pressed the button. They can't press the button for you. That's the fact. You're the one that, that, that made that trade. You didn't have to. No one put a gun to your head. That's up to you. So when you get information, make sure to research it and do it correctly. 
Again, don't take anyone's word as gospel, as you shouldn't. Do your own research, just like anything else. You know, if someone says the pool is great, do you not test the water with your foot? Right? You don't just jump in because someone said it's fine. You want to make sure. So again, understand that you only have you yourself to blame when you mess up. Have self-ownership. Another one is loss of money, just like we talked about in pros. The money is great. Loss of money can be very difficult for a lot of people. Losing money does not feel good. I don't care who you are. No one wants to feel that way. You know, that despair of losing X amount. Some people, they can't take it. They lose $10. Some people can't take it. They lose 1000 Some people have higher thresholds. They're like, if I lose $10,000 in a day, I'm fine. Again, everyone's different. You have to understand your pain threshold that in order to move forward with this business, you are going to have some losses sometimes. It's going to happen. No one bats a thousand percent. No one, no one is a hundred percent free throw shooter. No one's perfect. You're not perfect. Let me go ahead and save you the suspense. You're going to lose trades. You're going to lose money sometime. There's a statistic. 95 of traders fail. 95% of day traders fail within what? The first two years? I mean, 80% of businesses fail within the first three years. Are you going to be the statistic? Depends on how much you want to push and how, how hard you're going to try. And I do believe effort is very, very important. But at the end of the day, don't confuse effort with results. Results are very key. You can put all the effort in the world, but if you're still doing the bad habits, you're not going to get anywhere. So understand, loss of money is there. And the other one, guys, is zero security. There is no security in day trading. There is no comfort. There is no safety net. The safety net, you got to do yourself, meaning your emergency fund. What if you can't pay the bills? I tell people, if you're going to go full time into anything, side hustle, your own business, have at least one year of emergency savings where you can cover your regular expenses. One year. That means one year of not making a dollar. Not one year, not making a dollar. That should be key. Now, I'm not saying that money should be traded. That's not your trading portfolio. That should be separate. They should be in a savings account where you have money saved where if you, didn't, you could not pay the rent in May because you had a rough May, your savings account covers it. And then on June, if you have a great month, you take the money back and you put it back in your, in your savings to cover. That's how you do it, guys. Remember, and then if you didn't have this emergency fund, you'd be making really stupid, risky trades to try to catch up. Not smart. Stay consistent over time. The idea is to be your own savior, your own hero, and be smart and have a plan moving forward before you do anything dumb, anything risky. So with that being said, a couple of other things I want you to keep in mind when it comes to being a full-time day trader, guys, is sacrifice. This is not fun. This is not easy. There's a lot of sacrifices to be made. You'll be up late reading. You'll be up in the morning watching futures. Sacrifice. Are you willing to put the price in to win? Another one is sink or swim. Either you're going to sink to the floor and the bottom of the water or you're going to swim. It really is just throwing you in the pool. That's just all it is. Throwing you in the lake. And you just got to do it yourself. No one's there to hold your hand. You're doing it on your own. The other one is that the high life. I talked about that. Oh, the Lamborghinis and the traveling. Forget all that. If you're doing this full time, you're not there yet. You're going to, I'm not saying you'll never reap the rewards of traveling and having nice things. Of course, that's, if that's something that you like, fine. But again, don't expect that right off the rip. Earn your way to where you want to go. Don't do rich people stuff when you're not rich yet. Another one is, you know, the no guarantees. We talked about that. Zero security. There is no guarantees here. The only thing you can guarantee guys is you're going to fail. Now, again, are you going to rise above that, that fear to be successful and to do something that you really love? We talked about that with passion. The other one, guys, is stress. Stress is very, very big. And I'm telling you for a fact, I've been there. The stress of, of losing, the stress of working 18-hour days, uh, researching, it, it, it's tough, guys. It's, if you can manage stress, you will be okay. But sometimes if you can't, I highly recommend getting a stress ball, maybe a heavy punching bag, whatever you need, meditate, ride a bike, exercise, 
That's very key. Support is another one. Maybe you have a, a support group, family that understands what you're trying to do, friends that understand what you're trying to do. Stay with like-minded individuals to keep you going. If you have surrounded by friends who don't believe in what you're doing, it you need to get with different friends. Don't talk about your life and trading with them because they're just going to go ahead and make it feel worse. They're going to go ahead and undermine you. And that's not what you want. The other one too is your budget. Make sure to budget your money correctly. We talked about that one year of savings before you do anything. Again, your budget is key. Keep your lifestyle stagnant. Even when you start making a little bit of money, I'm not saying enjoy some nice things when you have a really great trade or a really great month. Sure. Go out to eat. No, stick with your, within your range. Everyone's different. But again, don't get in the habit of blowing everything right when the money comes in. The money comes in, money goes out. Don't do that, guys. I'm telling you right now, the successful people, entrepreneurs, business owners, they don't raise their lifestyle right when they start making money. They wait it out or they reinvest it for the long term. And then if you can be patient, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, you will enjoy the fruits of your labor knowing that you sacrificed for it. That's the best thing. Don't do rich people stuff when you're not rich yet. So again, we talked about the pros and cons of committing yourself to trading. The pros, do what you love, financial freedom, trade when you like, your own time, trade anywhere you like, and of course the money. The cons, risk, high risk, the failures, you have only yourself to blame, the self-awareness, uh, loss of money, and zero security. Again, th that's kind of the best things I wrote down, guys. Understand that, hey, at the end of the day, you're really choosing a path that not many choose. It's not a glamorous lifestyle by any stretch. It isn't glamorous. Forget what people you see online. That's BS. It is a tough one. If you don't like reading, if you don't like researching, if you don't like being in front of a computer for 10, 12 hours in a day, this isn't for you. It's a very difficult job. It's a very difficult passion. But once you, once you really love it and once you really get it down pat, there's nothing better on earth to do, in my opinion. So that's just uh, my two cents on it. So thank you very much again for joining me in today's podcast. This was the uh, podcast episode, the pros and cons of committing yourself to day trading as a career or as a full-time career. I really hope you gained some knowledge out of this. If you have any questions, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at GAR Capital or on Twitter at GAR Capital. Feel free to email, email us any kind of subjects for the future podcast, uh, subject line podcast, GAR Capital at gmail.com. Thank you so much again. We'll catch you on for the next episode. This is Carlos Garcia, CEO of GAR Capital. Thank you so much for your time. We'll catch you next time.